0: episode 19 of the doctor and the dork this is frank here with our co-hostess olivia
1: hi everyone
0: i am surprisingly with it tonight <laughs> i am all hyped up if you for guys no put have saw
1: three hours ago you would have never expected this yeah
0: i was uh i was very frustrated from work <laughs> you guys ever had a day where you worked and you worked and like i don't know you just felt like your co-worker like you like your co-workers but sometimes you're just like man I feel like I'm the only one lifting the the team's weight today. Mm. Now, I know my coworkers are out, you know, busting their asses.
1: Yeah, hear that, and Brian? Hear that, dopus. so oh, you're talking crap about... Brian and <laughs> don't listen to
0: this, But if you guys do, shout out. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was just... Well, Dopus is off this week, so... Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just had one of those days where I just... I felt like the world was on my shoulders, and it made for a very long day. Mm. But I tell you what... Uh, Session five of hot yoga yeah. mellowed me out.
1: Guys, we're halfway done with
0: hot yoga. I'm afraid I'm going to want to keep going after we're done. I'm afraid you're going to have to go by yourself <laughs> after we're done. So <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking about. but uh, Yeah,
1: we've gotten a little bit better at hot yoga, I feel. It's more uh, sustainable. I'm able to breathe through it a little yeah.
0: better. It, it, was, it was more sustainable. I think we're getting used to it. But we also uh, we took a week off from working out. From
1: lifting, not from hot yoga. Yeah, not
0: from hot yoga. Just from working out, because uh, I hurt my lower back. And, it's been hurt uh,
1: actually for so long. It's now. been it's like, like a, a week good, and a half. Yeah, it's been
0: almost it, two weeks. It, it's been like ten or twelve. It doesn't days.
1: bounce back like he used to when <laughs> he was young. I know. I, I always
0: joke that I can hit the ground and bounce, but <laughs> apparently not anymore. Yeah, it hits the ground and
1: sticks. <laughs> Anyways, we got a full episode today, I think, for you guys. So I think we're going
0: thirty-five minutes. Kick
1: back, put up your feet, and relax. First of all, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Prime Day. Um, If you weren't aware, Target is also having their deal days. I bought a pair of jeans today. So feel free. Go online. Look them up. Get some stuff. Frankie's trying to buy unnecessary cameras for our podcast.
0: Yeah, wait. Pause, guys. I want right. to hear, <laughs> hear from some of our listeners, whether you be family, friends, strangers. Hey,
1: okay, I already know what you're going to ask, and this is a yes. biased question, so yeah, go do, on. Do do you re- stay out of
0: this, all right? Um, I want to know, who wants to see us on camera for this? See us dressed like bums, you know, because we're in our PJs <laughs> always right dressed now. Like bums. <laughs> but after Sober October, we'll be drinking once again while we do this pod. And if your so. answer
1: was yes to that question... You're in luck because we both have iPhone 11s that we can use for set function. Oh, my
0: God. Do you guys think we should we use We already the-
1: have like a $1,000 camera right here ready to go. All
0: right. Do you guys think we should use the iPhone 11 or should we get a designated podcast camera? If
1: you guys did a podcast, would you maybe wait till you found some sponsors and had any valid income before <laughs> you wasted more money on a podcast? Or
0: would you assume it's a hobby and go all in on your hobby because you love what you do. Because oh, okay. we are coming up on episode 20.
1: So next, uh, <laughs> we can review. <laughs> um, I figured we would briefly talk about our corn maze. We went on a little corn maze. Where was it? The Preston Farm yes, corn maze. Yes. If you maze? guys
0: haven't been to anything, uh, you know, fall related this year, Preston, Connecticut has an amazing corn maze. Shout out to Sean, Jotty, AJ, Emily. Um, I know you guys listen. So... Little kid
1: in the corn maze who made him help this guy yeah, to We, a little we don't really <laughs> talk about him, all right?
0: So um, they give you 16 points to find inside the corn maze. Sorry, I'm talking into my own chest right now. Um, they give you 16 points to find in the corn maze. Uh, we chose to do it in the dark because we thought we were real good at this. Turns out we are not real good at this. Very (laughs) bad. Yes, we uh, we had to split up like Scooby and the gang to uh, find 14 of the 16 points. And
1: I almost lost Frankie.
0: yeah, then Olivia got scared because she lost me. You
1: no, know, everybody was then, doing Marco Polo in the cornfield, which I thought was ridiculous until I lost Frankie. <laughs> but everybody's doing Marco Polo, and then this one cute little kid who was probably at like five, somebody'd say Marco, and then they'd say Polo, and this little kid went, YOLO! <laughs> it was just, I don't know, it was so cute and innocent. <laughs> uh,
0: he was with his family, too. I was yeah. like, wow. I was like, alright, kid. <laughs> but yes, Preston Corn Maze, guys, we had a blast. It was, uh, what, 10 dollars a was
1: a good deal and if you don't finish it you can go back for free
0: yes fantastic deal guys i recommend you go it's seven acres uh we had a great time yeah. um yeah preston connecticut so get
1: out there in addition to fall activities <laughs> i went and did more apple picking because let me tell you guys on this mediterranean diet i've been having this homemade apple cinnamon oatmeal and it is the most delicious thing, do I put a hearty serving of butter in every bowl? You better believe I knew. You butter believe I knew, <laughs> <forgot them. laughs> Anyways, so I needed more apples for that. I needed more eating apples. And I needed some apples to bake for once Sober October is over and we can go and binge on delicious, apple dessert goodness. And then we also needed some pumpkins because we our front porch, I was feeling like, like you know how men, <laughs> when their neighbor mows their lawn and their lawn looks better so them, they need to go mow their lawn. Well, I have the same thing as a woman, but when I pass all the well-decorated fall homes that have fall things on their front porch and then I come home to our front porch and there's nothing on there, we need to fall it up a little bit. Oh my
0: gosh. So now so, we have a
1: nice scarecrow <laughs> hanging in the door and we have four pumpkins going So
0: what Olivia is referencing is <laughs> a few of my neighbors are Halloween, uh, how we say, eccentric.
1: Enthusiast. Yes,
0: enthusiasts. enthusiast. <laughs> and by enthusiast, I mean they must have $1,500 worth of inflatables and decorations Literally. on their front, how? <laughs> on the front of their home. And I tell you what, I'm not against owning all that stuff. I, however, am against setting it all up just to take it back down in a month. Yeah. Because that's a lot of work. And truthfully, up until now, it was always just me. Yeah. And I'm like eh, I'm I can just not see four. that
1: for the Halloween part of it because Halloween once October's over, then that's <laughs> over. But at least if you do something fall themed, that can get you all the way from the beginning of fall until Christmas. I right
0: will now. give you that. Good. So you have uh, given the house quite. Are you a excited
1: to touch. carve
0: a uh, pumpkin? Um. Yeah. When are we doing that?
1: I don't know. Probably next weekend. Are you more of a face pumpkin carver? Or are you a design pumpkin carver?
0: I uh, I do stick figures and your um, pumpkins. Yes.
1: Oh, boy. We'll post pictures, guys, when we carve our pumpkins. (laughs) It
0: will be a horrendous stick figure, but it will be a stick figure. Mm. Uh, All right. So, while Olivia was doing her apple and pumpkin picking in Glastonbury, I was over at Brian and Aaron's house watching the magnificent Brian and his buddy Joe, or I should say Joe and Brian, um, as we call them, BJ's Backyard Brewing, because they brew all kinds of beer now. And uh, they have quite the process, I have to yeah. say. I went out for four hours and helped them do one of their beers. Um, it was a pumpkin beer. They were Ooh, why
1: didn't you get that and, one? Well,
0: it's not ready yet. We have to wait. It'll be ready for about Halloween. Okay. So, um, but they did two beers that day. It takes them about four hours of beer. And then they put it in their fermenter and then they haul it inside and it goes, the yeast ferments. Hmm. Does its thing. Um... But yeah, so that was very interesting to watch. Aaron, she was having quite the time watching three guys, <laughs> you know, talk about beer and other random things. Um, but she also made us a delicious zucchini bread. So
1: good, Aaron. That's a moist uh, bread.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if Aaron, if you listen to this, you'll get that joke. Um <laughs> But, yeah, it was delicious. I mean, I think we still have a little bit.
1: I could eat the whole thing right now, (laughs) but I don't think I shall see any since I'm pretending Mm, to be Mediterranean. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's
0: zucchini bread, so it's healthy. Yeah,
1: that's what I figured.
0: But uh, I think that's about all we have for our week in review. I think we're going to move on to our book review. Drum roll,
1: please. Book review. (laughs) Crickets.
0: Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys. Um, for the past uh, three or four weeks, I think it was three weeks we did it. Yeah, this we one. did
1: this one a little better.
0: So in the past three weeks we did the, the Girl uh, on the Train. Yes, the girl on the By train.
1: Paula Hawkins. Where
0: where is the book? We right. don't have well, it in the We front don't of need
1: books. it, right? What do we need it for?
0: Alright, well you wrote it down, so. Um, this was actually a fairly good book. Um I, people personally... don't like
1: it. I don't know why you keep saying it's a good book. Oh my. this
0: is why like you said it was a good book when you read <laughs> Damn. Alright. It was a good book, as in, for literature, I would say it was written well. Was it my type of book? No. Um, It was written in the views of three different women. Yeah. And... I just, I honestly didn't love any of the characters. I thought they were...
1: See, I did like the characters. <laughs> I liked Rachel's character.
0: Okay. I so, felt like
1: I could, not that I could relate to her, but she just felt raw and she felt honest and I could understand her We skills. had,
0: to catch you guys up, we had three characters, Rachel, Anna, and Megan. Um, One
1: could argue Rachel was the main character. Yeah,
0: Rachel was the main, Anna was a supporting character, and Megan dies. Yeah, also supporting. Yeah, dies, like, right off the bat, and we hear her, like, third... That's the other issue. I think
1: the issue was less that it was from three different perspectives and more that those three different perspectives bounced around in a timeline.
0: So here's my thing. As far as I'm concerned, everyone in that book was guilty except for two characters of being scumbag humans, and two of them were equally scumbaggy, just in different ways. Mm. So you had
1: you uh, spoiler alert if you're
0: going to yes, read it. Yes, spoiler alert. So, Rachel uh, was married to Tom, and Tom cheated on her with Anna. So, Rachel gets the boot, Anna and Tom get together. Now, you have Megan and Scott together. Tom starts hooking up with Megan. So, Tom really seems to be Tom's the problem. Tom's the main here. issue of yeah. yeah. the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom starts hooking up with Megan. Megan's cheating on her husband, Scott. But Scott's an emotionally abusive guy who turns physically abusive. Uh, Anna, you know, was a cheater as well.
1: Yeah. You know. Megan wasn't only sleeping with Tom. She was also sleeping with a therapist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then in the meantime Rachel over here just gets drunk all Yeah, the time. drunk all the time and is just a terrible human being in every way you can she's imagine. Not, she's
1: not, a terrible human being though. She's just like
0: She lies. She consistently lies to the person like you know taking when her in. You you just get too
1: drunk and you you send something or you say something and you wake up the next day and you're just like uh, like, you have two options at that moment. You can either embrace the pain you feel and take it head on, or you can just proceed in a life of denial and act like <laughs> that never happened. You don't remember it. You're on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, that was Rachel a,
0: every that, day. <laughs> that was Rachel every, not once a week. This is every day. She'd
1: have like a couple lucky sober days. Yeah.
0: She's over here booty calling her ex husband who cheated on her for another woman and married that chick.
1: Now, I give the book. I don't know a seven to eight out of ten. It was a good book, but I didn't think it was great. I thought A Witch in Time was better, honestly. I'm
0: gonna to say book. six out of ten. Um, I would say it's a worthwhile read for those of you who are into a drama thriller. Yeah. Um, it really wasn't up my uh, my alley. It takes place in London. Um, yeah, very interconnected storyline told from three different versions or three different angles, and uh, it's. About 400 pages. So it comes it,
1: together nicely. The ending was very satisfying. Yes, I the ending, it, I, it did have a good ending. A bit ending. rushed, but a satisfying. Um. The movie, on the other hand, I would not recommend. <laughs> I give that a 4 out of 10. Frankie can't give his views because he fell
0: asleep. I can give my views on the first... <laughs> Hour okay, maybe. Yeah. Then we had tea, and then it was keep, all. Yeah, over. keep in mind, guys. I usually am wide awake for mo- almost all I'm movies. I'm usually the one that falls yeah. asleep. and <laughs> I knocked out in this movie. It was so uninteresting to me. They had an an all star cast of actors, very good looking, and actresses. Yeah, they had very good actors and actresses. And uh it was i just still bad. They changed a lot from the yeah, book. Yeah, I
1: didn't like it that. It didn't take
0: place in London, they changed how people looked compared to they did in the book.
1: Not only did it not take place in London, but Rachel had an accent and then nobody else did. So I was like, So are we in London? Are we not? And then she talks about going to Manhattan. So I'm yeah, like, oh, I guess
0: not. and then it's, yeah, it was very weird. Um so Girl on the Train movie, not that good. I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. Um
1: yeah, I can write it a four out of
0: ten. <clears throat> but yeah, we have a new book for you guys. Olivia is going to give Which you the, the deets.
1: Ironically, it's called "The Man in the High Castle." Isn't that kind of funny? The girl on the train, the man in the high castle. We are
0: picking some weird names.
1: <laughs> All right, let me try not to sneeze during this summary of the book. <clears throat> Maybe some of you have heard of this book. So here we go. It's America in 1962. Slavery is legal once again. The few Jews who still survive hide under assumed names. In San Francisco, the I Ching, is that how you're supposed to say I think so. Is a con- is as common as the Yellow Pages, all because some 20 years earlier, the United States lost a war and is now occupied by Nazi Germany and Japan. This, you want me to, try to keep reading? No. Yeah. I don't think so. This harrowing Hugo Award winning novel. Is oh, the- wait. See, yeah. I told you. No,
0: yeah, all right. News to say, guys. Do
1: you think I'm recording anything? What? What are you
0: talking about? I'm
1: sorry, guys. The thing just started to look very blank.
0: Olivia's losing her mind, ladies and gentlemen. You
1: can't hear us for this whole podcast. Now, hand the book over. <laughs> You're
0: cut off. You read for 30 seconds and lost all the oxygen to your brain. <laughs> all right, guys. So, The Man in the High Castle is uh, also has a series based on a TV series to accompany it. Um, it takes place as though America has lost World War II and. Nazi Germany and as you heard, Japan has taken over America. And it's a really an interesting plot twist on what would happen if America had lost World War II. Now I say if America had lost it, because we all know we, you know, carried the entire the entirety of Europe and the rest of the world through that one. But you know, whatever. Dissenting opinions. (laughs) It'll
1: be an interesting read, I feel.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to give it a read. It's a short book. Um And I haven't even watched the TV series, and I kind of am, because I'm usually all about World War II era.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. This was a book I was interested in, and then I was like, oh, it's about history. Frank, you can get on board with this. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm all about it. But the author, Philip K. Dick, yeah, you heard me right, was also the author of Blade Runner. The book was called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, Total Recall, Minority Report, and A Scanner Darkly. So, if you guys enjoyed any of those, then I'm sure you'll like A Man in a High Castle. So, uh, tune back in in four episodes, and we will give have a, take. yeah, give or take, three or four, and we will have a book report for you.
1: Now, if you want to read along, or maybe you want to know what the book says, but you don't want to read because you hate reading, why <laughs> don't you go to audiblechild.com doctoranddork doctor and dork to get your free month trial of audible and you can download this book and listen along with us
0: that's true you can get the man in the high castle on audible.com or audibletrial.com slash doctor and dork and uh it really helps us out guys um, if you don't, it was really helpful. Like, <laughs> nobody's done it. So
1: maybe we could get a camera one day if somebody would sign up. <laughs> uh,
0: um, but yeah, guys, uh, if you don't like Audible after a month, which honestly, if you enjoy books and you just don't read like you used to and you can't find the time, I personally love Audible. I keep an account with, uh, one of my friends. We have about, I would say upwards of 70 books now, uh, ranging in all manner of topics. And yeah, I just, I absolutely love it. I, it lets me uh, keep up to date and with information and just interesting topics. I'd to say I think I'm slightly more of an uh, interesting person. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it just gives me something new to talk about rather than Netflix or mm-hmm. what I saw on the news today. Mm-hmm. Which seems to be the same thing this that entire party, year. <laughs> for all of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys. Um, Alright Olivia, actually do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um,
1: I'll go first to get it done with
0: all right because i have more of a back and forth talk for mine so. Oh,
1: okay i got a lot of just feeling stuff out so the coronavirus vaccines where are we so i told you guys i think last week or the week before that johnson and johnson had finally caught up to the rest of the pack in terms of starting phase three trials very exciting if you had stock in johnson and johnson i'm going to assume that it went up a bit when they entered the phase three trials However, they have now come to a halt as a patient experienced a, quote unquote, "mystery illness." What is this mystery illness? I don't know. It like was recently published like within the last day, so I couldn't find anywhere that would actually tell me what it was. Would it be
0: so a real <laughs> kicker would, if. Yeah, would it be a real kicker if they got COVID? If that was the mystery illness and the person got COVID,
1: a real kicker. I think it's going to be a real kicker if it turns out to be that same adverse effect that AstraZeneca had, which was that transverse myelitis. Because then, to me, that suggests that there's something a little shady happening with that virus. I think it's going to throw up some red flags. Yeah. But I'll keep you guys in the loop once. I Have you heard anything
0: else about the Russian vaccine? Isn't that um, supposed to be like floating around already? I yeah. thought Russia was like handing it out to people.
1: I don't know. I thought I'd read an article that said both the Russian vaccine and I know the Chinese had injected their soldiers with some experimental vaccine <clears throat> and I heard that so far those were proving to be safe and effective. But I also don't know if we would know that they weren't in the United States. Yeah. You know I mean, I don't know how accurate the information is that comes from there.
0: No, fair enough. I was just wondering if you'd heard anything else because I know that was the the big to-do for a yeah. while, that Russia had one and they rushed it. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, Russia. Russia. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, uh, all right. Okay. So,
1: that's that. <laughs> um, for the rest of the doctor segment today, I thought we'd take a step away from coronavirus, because I'm sure we're all sick of it. And I saw an article that suggested proton mm. pump inhibitors were now possibly linked to an increased incidence in diabetes. So let's what break this down a bit. What are proton pump inhibitors? Yeah, that So have you ever up. heard of Pantoprazole, goes by the brand name Protonix, or Omeprazole goes by the brand name Prilosec.
0: Those are made of. Oh, Prilosec. Yeah. I know that one.
1: So they're usually used for heartburn or GERD or some sort of reflux disease. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can get with that. And so these have become, I'd say, increasingly important. If you remember when we first started this podcast, I told you that one <laughs> drug, ranitidine, also called Zantac, had gotten recalled because mm-hmm. of the, the cancer, the NMDA, that was in it. So now this is kind of like, these two are both first-line agents, meaning if you had GERD, the doctor would give you one of these two classes of medications. Since all of those other ones got recalled, now basically everybody's probably getting switched to a proton pump inhibitor. So that's why I'm talking about it, because it's kind of relevant. Um, so yeah. Possibly linked to a risk of diabetes. So this study was published in GUT, and I guess it looked at three other studies and found that those that were on a proton pump inhibitor had a 24% increased risk of diabetes.
0: So type 2, I'm assuming. Cause. Yeah.
1: You type 1, you're with. <laughs> um, and it looks like you had the highest risk if you were on it for over two years. So this is a big thing. Some people have like a bout of heartburn or a bout of GERD, And they just, they start it and they just never stop it. Which Mm -hmm. is wild, I'm sure, to somebody like you, who's like, I don't want to take any medication. And if I do, I want to take it for the shortest time possible.
0: (laughs) I mean, the only medication I support is ibuprofen because it's my (laughs) (laughs) cure-all.
1: But yeah, this is adding on to a, a pretty serious list, I'd say. The proton pump inhibitors really kind of slide under the radar, but they have some pretty serious adverse effects that you usually don't see until you've been on it for a while. So I think in the last, like when I was in pharmacy school, one of the big things that came up with them was an increased risk of fractures. Um, so a lot of time the elderly are on PPI's just for a funsie, or like I said, they were on it for something else before and they stayed on it. Um, so now they're at increased risk of fractures. We can also see vitamin B12 deficiencies, and another one is C. diff. Um,
0: That's what?
1: Basically where you poop your pants because you got an infection in your stomach.
0: So dysentery.
1: <laughs> no, but, that, no, but symptom-wise, yeah.
0: PPIs <laughs> give you dysentery.
1: <laughs> so, I don't know. All of that, I think, is very interesting. So, I just wanted to keep you guys updated on the most recent literature regarding side effects. Um, I think proton pump inhibitors right now are on shortage anyway since everybody wants them. So, maybe you can't even get yours. But don't worry. I know you're thinking, well, Olivia, I need this. I have GERD. What can I possibly do besides take medication?
0: Wait, what's GERD?
1: Um, gastro... something... esophageal... reflux disease. Reflux disease. Heartburn. Oh. Bad heartburn. Oh, okay. In layman's Wait, that
0: sounds like... I thought heartburn was like your heart's actually kind of burning, not your intestines. No, are on fire. they
1: just, they don't. They call it, it's like your, your esophagus. It's like, imagine when you drink something, like when you drink that lemonade without diluting it, you yeah. know how your whole esophagus feels like it's disintegrating with acid? That's basically reflexes. Oh, okay.
0: Or so you have when a harp heard...
1: a little bit and you get only the acid that comes up. And oh, yeah. Go, That's what it is.
0: Oh, okay. When I heard gastro, I was thinking like my intestines. Yeah, like down in your stomach. And I was like, who's getting a go burning sensation? (laughs) in their intestines like and heartburn medications helping that like okay
1: so what can you do nobody wants to hear it but i'll tell you what you can do join sober october stop smoking stop drinking caffeine stop drinking alcohol lose some weight and last but not least the the most achievable thing for most people is don't eat within a couple hours of bedtime and then when you sleep lean with your head up a little bit like to prop your pillow so you're a little bit up
0: oh, that makes sense so that'll
1: kind of have the acid run back down to where it should be
0: oh huh, okay
1: but interesting right that this is something used for heartbreak can cause uh diabetes allegedly
0: well it sounds like it's easy enough for like home remedies to fix though if you just cut all the bad things yeah, out babe, your that's
1: what you would think but we got a nation with the high blood pressure <laughs> diabetes and high cholesterol so i'd say the, the jury's out on yeah that one.
0: that's fair enough when McDonald's, I tell you what, I, uh, I had a craving for McDonald's the other day. I didn't stop and get anything, obviously. I it's just been
1: too busy drinking beer, breaking, breaking, so right What? Over. I would never.
0: <laughs> I did have a sip. That was because I had to taste test for Brian. Anyway, we'll get it. Actually, no. We already went we past already that. Yeah. that. Anyway, um, no, that's, uh, I don't know. I just, I was looking at McDonald's the other day and, yeah. uh. I just couldn't believe how big the line is. Yeah. And for Starbucks, even morning yeah. and day, it doesn't matter. Morning, evening, afternoon. No, I'm going to so
1: st- go on a soapbox real quick here. We got all of America saying we don't have enough money. We need more stimulus checks. And yet everybody's lining up for their $6 pumpkin <laughs> spice latte. Yeah, well, i just going to a little food for that. Yeah,
0: ridiculous. <laughs> Um. Alright guys, so I have a little back and forth here with Olivia um, I'm going to start with my not back and forth and uh, yeah, we'll see how long the dork segment goes here So uh, Mel Gibson I'm starting with a couple of movies I really have no information on gaming right now I haven't been paying attention and there hasn't been a lot going on uh... Oh, get out of here <laughs> uh, So Mel Gibson is starring in a new movie called Bad Santa or, and, uh, is
1: that
0: already a movie? No. Well, there's bad Santa, or maybe it's Fat Man. Anyway, oh he plays in evil. Look up the Mel Gibson Christmas movie. <laughs> it's coming out this year, and basically Santa Claus is a hitman. Mm. It's really weird. It's but I, you know what? Watching the uh, the trailer, I have to say I think Mel Gibson might be coming back. I don't know. He fell off the radar, went a little crazy for a long time. But he seems to fit this, like, you know, raging Santa role a little too well. Because he still does, like, Chris Kringle things, delivers presents, except he gives coal to the wrong kid. Mm-hmm. And then the kid has a hitman father who sends him after Santa and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, next, I got The Boys Season 2, guys. Um, the Boys Season 2 was fantastic. If you liked the comics, if you liked Season 1... Season 2 is wrapped up. It is on Amazon Prime, seeing as we all have Amazon Prime at this point. Or we know
1: someone who has Amazon Prime. Exactly.
0: um, But it is uh, wrapped up, so you can binge all eight episodes. It was fantastic. I didn't see it coming. I I loved it. It was great. Mm. Um, So that is all I have for uh, movies. Next, I'm moving into tech. Now, I have two topics here. Um, one of them is more programming software-wise. The other one is Apple. The new iPhone 12 has been, uh, not released, but um, I developed, guess... Developed,
1: coming out soon. Yeah, it's coming out soon. I, I'm trying Promoted. to think.
0: Yeah, they're, they're promoting it. Apple's promoting it already. So, if you guys recall, in an earlier episode, I was talking about the Corning Glass oh, that was developed... And they teamed up with uh, I, with Apple and have developed a new one they're calling Ceramic Glass. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I don't quite understand what it is. They didn't really go into detail. But apparently it is a new, stronger, better, scratch-proof, break-proof version of right. their Once iPhone Once again, glass. I don't
1: really care. I've never scratched my screen. So I think in terms of the scratch. But it's supposed to be shatter-proof. If it's more, shatter-proof, more shatter-proof. I'm on board for that. Yeah.
0: It's supposed to be marginally more shatterproof. Okay. Um... But from what I was reading, they didn't give any specific stats. Yeah. They just said better. slightly better. <laughs> yeah, so I'm assuming, you know, 15%. You know who I'd like
1: them to partner with? Who? Maybe Duracell or Energizer. <laughs> because let me tell you, it's getting awfully close to the release date. And my iPhone, once it gets down around 40, it's dropping from 40 to 20 awfully quick. <laughs> I will
0: give you that. I've had this iPhone for a year, and you know what? It That battery is just... It was great when I, yeah, I first well, got like, that. like, this is the life. That they got caught. Um, so they got caught originally uh, out in Washington. Making. Yeah, Purposely ruining your battery. But the thing was, they didn't tell you about it and were doing it after you had bought the product. So basically, they got hemmed up under that circumstance. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure if we searched the fine print now, before we bought our iPhone 11s, that uh, they said, hey, we're going to be nerfing your battery. Well,
1: they claim that, like, I don't know, they had something that, like, your phone can't handle all the applications as well, so in order to do that, they do something with the battery. Which. Liars. Yeah, it is
0: what it is. (laughs) I've got no love for it, but yeah, my battery sucks, and it, it breaks my heart. But anyway, so new iPhone 12 is coming out, but interesting feature of it is going to be the 5G feature, which Verizon has come out and said their 5G is literally marginally faster than their 4G.
1: Now, before you get into this, I know you probably haven't seen the commercial because you don't watch any TV, but have you seen that commercial? I think it's for, I think it's for T-Mobile, but I could be wrong where the girl's like setting up her 5G sign and she's got balloons and then there's a guy outside wearing a mask and he's like who so have 5g and she's like yeah we do and he's like is it faster or is it better and she's like yeah and then he's like you guys should make a bigger deal about it and she's like bigger than this and she's got like balloons everywhere i have no idea it's such a bad commercial whoever the marketing team should all be fired who came up wait with that where commercial. are
0: you going with this Nowhere. that's oh. like, it's about 5g so so, oh. so t-mobile has 5g i think it was it. them well anyway So what I know is AT&T has been promoting it even though their 5G is actually slower than their 4G for AT&T. Verizon's 5G is marginally, we're talking 12% faster than 4G for them. So
1: why do it? Is this like a necessary in-between step
0: Well, it's not full-fledged 5G is the problem they're marketing like enhanced 4g as 5g because we don't have the infrastructure to support it yet do you think they're gonna get in Uh, trouble
1: for
0: that uh, no so i was also reading a thing because they also said they have nationwide coverage and the article i was reading because i was like there's no way it's nationwide Apparently they only need to cover roughly 60% of the population mm. to be able to lie on television and say they have a nationwide that's coverage. That's
1: interesting. So as long as you get the big cities, you got
0: Exactly. They only need to cover 200 million of the roughly 300, you know, 30 million people we have. Yeah. So roughly 60% of the population. Yeah. Um and I was just laughing cuz that that's a joke that they get to say nationwide coverage and cover marginally higher than a flip of a coin yeah you know like you're basically yeah, 60 40 chance that you don't have 5g but they get to market it to you yeah. that's kind of laughable um so now i'm going to get into the back and forth section guys all right I'm um ready. yeah 5g for verizon disappointing t-mobile i've got no words because i don't know at&t it's slower than the 4g so yeah, whatever. 5G. Don't Do get a new phone, basically. <laughs> don't. Get, get, a, get an old phone. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Hackers. I've been seeing a lot of things about hackers this year. Um, I've kind of ignored it, and uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of taking me by surprise that it's coming up this often. But needless to say, near and dear to me, my work, um, we were working in Hartford, Connecticut, and the school system on the first day of school in Hartford was hit by an, a, a hacking attack. Now, I don't know the details hacking of it.
1: Attack.
0: But what I do know is it crashed their infrastructure. Mm. And I just I don't know. I always, you know, looked at like hackers and programmers like with a kind of awe and jealousy. But I have no love for these malicious attacks.
1: You don't like it when they do it for, for badness? Yeah, I
0: just I, I, I guess they're called uh, black hat hackers and white hat hackers mm-hmm. are ones who work for corporations I trying see. to defend stuff. Um, now, as this little secondary, um, for Virginia, on the last day of their voting, um, I don't know exactly if it was the primary, like the general election voting or what, yeah. but apparently on the last day of their voting that they were having... Um, somebody cut one of the line, their um, <laughs> internet lines, and crashed the like a wow. server, and uh, basically nobody could like place their votes for whatever it was. Wow! And I was just laughing. Yeah, they found a, a cut fiber line, huh. and it was like, oh, like that's again malicious. Like I just I don't get the point of doing it. So, like, why would you crash a school's infrastructure? Well,
1: I'll tell you why. Because this, well, at least one of the reasons why. <laughs> when I was in pharmacy school, one of the hospitals, a really big hospital, Erie County Medical mm-hmm. Center, got hacked with ransomware and their whole system was down. And they then had to go to paper charts and paper filing. Can you imagine being a healthcare system and you're doing everything electronically and then the yeah. next day you now have to go to paper? I just... Uh, but they did it and what they wanted was money. They're like, hey, if you pay us this and whatever cryptocurrency, we'll put, we'll bring everything back up. Yeah. And, and I just, I, you know,
0: I, I don't, I don't agree with it at all. I, I, I don't like it. And, well, of
1: course you don't like uh, it. No, but... It's but I will say it is a little impressive. It is. I, I especially like a out. healthcare system. You gotta... There must be so many securities in You place. would be
0: surprised. Yeah? I would... Yeah, you would be surprised. I would it,
1: just think. There's
0: a lot of places that have, you know, one guy running their IT department, and it's like... I guess,
1: but the amount understaffed of, like, firewalls and, and stuff, I would think that are built into it would... No, no, something. you'd
0: be surprised. The, the firewalls are fairly easy to get through. Normally, you need a lot more encryption than that. But, yeah, it's, uh... I, you know, I only know a little bit about software design and things of that, you know, this nature, but... um. I just it, it, it interests me. I just I can't believe how many hacking things I've seen this year. Um, in case they, I, I'm just interested in what does any of our listeners know about hacking? Uh, what, what do you guys? What have you guys heard this year? Has something near you been hacked? Like was your town hall like or, or your local town infrastructure taken down or a power plant? Or um, I would love for you guys to write in and uh, tell me your stories here because. I don't know. I just, I never realized that this was such a widespread problem. Mm. And I just can't help but wonder if COVID keeping everyone indoors has been a catalyst. Yeah. It's given people more time to sit behind their computer and get to doing things like this.
1: Yeah, gosh.
0: And I've never even heard of a hacker getting caught. Yeah. That's like another thing. Unless like the CIA or the FBI well, catches on. That is a on. good
1: question. I wonder if they have gotten caught. Like yeah, like the guy who crashed I don't see you hackers. You guys got it going on. Yeah,
0: I mean you guys are the You're not doing the
1: right thing, but you are doing a good job at the wrong thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I give you that. I just. Blows my mind. I, I don't Somebody know. No, I
1: did You're not going to. But drdork@gmail.com. <laughs> Olivia's
0: giving up hope, guys. Oh, I God. believe one of you will respond, other than Jen. <laughs> All right, Jen. Shout out. I saw you today. <laughs> but uh, and you, Sean. You wrote well, in too. Well, there's one
1: thing I'd like to add to the dork segment. Oh yes. Um. A judge has ruled that prior to going through the entirety of the trials, that Epic Games does not have to be listed under Apple's App Store. Oh,
0: I I am failing, you guys. I forgot to uh, bring that up. But there was another ruling. um, We'll get into that next week because there's more to that because Microsoft has basically made the first move and slapped Google in the face. Stay
1: uh, tuned, guys. You pumped for (laughs) next
0: episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I will. Uh, we'll talk to you at episode twenty. We can't wait to uh, talk to you then.
1: Yeah, we're
0: outside for the long episode. We hope you guys
1: enjoyed. Sorry, not sorry. Bye. Bye.